You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Hi, neighbors. First, I want to remind you that the Paracast is brought to you this week by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 85,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash Paracast. You know, two weeks after we had Aaron Kaplan on the Paracast, the people in our forum still can't stop talking about him. But more to the point, yeah, more to the point, the previous week we had none other than Jerome Clark, esteemed UFO historian. And how many messages did we get about him in our forums? Nary a one. Not even that. No one even started a topic for him. And that's unfortunate because this guy is so knowledgeable about the history of UFO research. Really smart guy. Somebody I've known for many, many years. No response. But Aaron Kaplan, the wacky kind of guy, and I guess he's serious. They can't stop talking about him. Seriously wacky. Yeah. You kind of wonder if he was just fooling us or he had nothing better to do with his retirement. So he decided to put this crazy book together, and he got every crazy rumor on the planet. I can't think of any rumor he didn't have. He had every crazy one on the planet. And I forget, did he, he mention the JFK assassination? I think he did, didn't he? The JFK assassination? Boy, that's an interesting question. You know what? Out of sight, out of mind. I don't remember. Let's talk about something a little bit more serious. Thank I you. have a copy of the October issue of MUFON Journal, the MUFON UFO Journal. Now, I understand we had a discussion with A.J. Gavard where he says that the Brazilian UFO magazine is the longest surviving UFO magazine on the planet, and it's been around for more than 30 years. But I'm looking here at MUFON Journal. There have been 522 issues. If we're assuming 12 a year, that's what, 50 years? Hmm. Okay. Getting close. Yeah. yeah. Now, there's an article from Clifford Clift, who's the international director, and he's someone who's been on the PowerCast. He seems like a decent guy. He's more of a businessman than a researcher, however. And he says in his headline in this issue, is it possible we're in the midst of a UFO flap with a big question mark? And here's why he says that. He said, August was a busy month for UFO sightings. We had 1,013 sighting reports, more than doubling our average of 500 a month. Now, he says it might be a computer glitch because they've been revising their computer system. But I don't know. That sounds interesting. Have you heard any greater influx of UFO reports in your experience? Well, yeah. It it seems like we've been in the midst of a a quiet but very, very steady flap of activity um, since late June, early July. Okay, so it's not a computer glitch. No, not at all. Uh, I've noticed uh, quite an uptick in reports. Interestingly enough, the... Filers Files and um, other reporting services, uh, Peter uh, Davenport um, and others, have, have also been talking about a, a fairly sizable increase in reports here since uh, about you know, early to mid-summer. Now, another point is that the media, they say, has been very active in covering UFO events. For example, the 2011 MUFON Symposium, they had 700 people attending 
of which only 200 were MUFON members. Now, let's look at these numbers. And the reason I want to mention this is because, like all magazines that go out by what they call second-class mail, they have to provide what they call an ownership management and circulation report. That report shows they've got a circulation of slightly over 2,000, which means, therefore, that MUFON has about 2,000 members. I guess that's not so big in the scheme of things, although it's about average for a UFO club. But if they're getting hundreds of people who aren't members of the organization, that's significant. If the media is covering those events, that's also very significant. But the real question is, MUFON's been around for, what, 50 years? They can't get more than 2,000 members? They used to have more, didn't they? Yes, they had uh, probably four or five times that number at their height. So what is it? People don't want to join UFO clubs these days? Well, I, I think a lot of the membership, uh, you know, to be frank about it, is dying off. And I don't think the kids are really that interested in being members of uh, any sort of club or organization that would have them as one, just like me. Well, I also like to repeat what Groucho Marx once said. I would never join a club that would have me as a member. But I did join MUFON basically to get the newsletter, to get the information, because there's a lot of citing information there. Sometimes some basic opinions. Sometimes you wonder about some of those opinions, but at least it seems they're making an effort. They're trying. But as you say, people today don't want to join UFO clubs. They'll listen to the shows. We have a great audience. A lot will participate in our forums, and when we revise our forum, which we're going to do in the very near future, we're going to have a major revision to our forums. I bet we'll have more members. But Yeah, we're signing them up every day. Yes, we are. You know, we get more and more participation. And sometimes you look at those forums and you wonder, this is a forum about the paranormal. But <laughs> some of the subjects they talk about have nothing to do with that. Like there's one called the return of the birthers. And the birther movement, of course, is that movement where people are saying or suggesting that President Obama was not born in the United States at his birth certificate. Both versions, the short form and the long form, were fake. So that's a big discussion. Yeah. We have, you know, general discussions about conspiracy theories like 9-11, very popular. We always talk about 9-11. So that's another popular conspiracy theory. And I we like talk about threat. UFOs. I, I like that thread. What was that blonde uh, woman that had, had some announcement last year and everybody was all enamored with her uh, Facebook picture and then somebody dug up a, a, a clip of her pole dancing? Remember that? <laughs> Well, you can't be a pole dancer anymore. You know, that's bad. Well, and be taken seriously. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> so pole dancing is unacceptable. Although I can imagine, you know, a college girl might do that to get a decent paycheck. Look at student loans. We have this big problem now, this big tragedy about student loans. Students are inundated with those expenses. They either have to go, if they go bankrupt, they can't stop those expenses. You know, that's one of the things that isn't discharged in bankruptcy. Well, well, Gene, look at it this way. I mean, they, they spend all this money and somehow through loans and, and their parents to get a real good quality education. And what happens when they get out of school? They can't get a job. Or they go back to live with their parents. Okay. Yeah. My son didn't do that. He graduated college, and he decided, you know what? I don't want to be here with my parents. I'm going to go to Spain, which is what he did. <laughs> so I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, so, I'm not going to touch that one, Gene. 
You won't touch that, huh? Not with a 10-foot pole or an 18-foot pole? Okay. Well, you know, I'm not going to say. Look, let's focus on some of the more unusual aspects today of the UFO field. And the guest is Norio Hayakawa, a friend of yours. Can you tell us more about him? Well, I've known Norio for years and years and years. And uh, he's one of these very interesting guys that have been around in the field since the late 70s, early 80s is when I think he really got his start. And one of the things that he's been really focusing on the last, well, geez, since the late 80s is the whole Dulce base mystery. And, uh, of course, Norio, uh, it's now been almost three years, was the one that uh, put together a small little gathering in Dulce for the Hickory Apache, basically, um, to find out, um, you know, what they thought about some of these rumors and collect some stories and give them a forum to present their particular personal experiences they are living near Dulce or in Dulce. And the turnout was so massive, the fire marshal had to shut the uh, event down. We had to move it next door because there was nowhere near enough room for all the people that showed up. And Norio, uh, I think, is going to surprise a lot of people today with some of the results of his particular very intensive investigation of the Dulce case. And I think we're going we're gonna to learn something. Okay, Dulce, New Mexico, something mysterious going on or what? with Norio Hayakawa, coming up next on The Paracast. As you know, The Paracast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 85,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. For our listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service, such as Leslie Kane's UFOs, generals, pilots, and government officials go on the record. For that free audiobook, go to audiblepodcast.com slash paracast. That's audiblepodcast.com slash paracast. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I had already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. Making the right decisions is a challenge to investors. Are we going to see economic growth, slide into a recession, or at worst, depression? Hi, Ted Anderson from Midas Resources. We all know when a company acts irresponsibly, divesting ourselves in a move towards safety is prudent. When the market becomes volatile, U.S. Treasuries are a safe haven. But what do you do when the U.S. government overextends itself and spends beyond its means? Many investors are turning toward gold as a common-sense alternative to traditional paper investments. Midas Resources has put together a powerful book titled 10 Reasons to Own Gold, discussing costs, benefits, risks, featuring full-color illustrations, weights, and measures. The book is free and can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. Paper investments are dwarfed by gold's 6,000-year history. Discover how gold may be right for you and your IRA by calling 800-686-2237. Whether buying or it's time for you to sell, the book is free. Call 800-686-2237. This is Alex Jones with five good reasons you should consider buying a solar power generator. Number one, new climate legislation could easily double or triple your electric bill. Number two, our new energy czar wants to control how much power your electric company allows you to have. 
It's true. Total government control of electricity in the name of smart grid technology is coming. Number three, in some areas of the country, the power grid is dangerously overloaded. And now new socialist legislation is only compounding the problem. Number four, dangerous weather is always a threat to local grids. Every year, thousands of families lose their power from weather-related outages. Number five, a solar power generator provides powerful backup insurance and peace of mind. Folks, I really believe in the solar power generators offered by Solutions from Science, one of my oldest sponsors. You can get more information at www.mysolarbackup.com. That's mysolarbackup.com. Remember, the government doesn't own the sun, so go to mysolarbackup.com or call 1-877-327-0365. Fight back this cold and flu season with the world's best garlic extract, Ali C. Why Ali C? Because it helps your body fight viruses, bacteria, and fungi. Ali C has been scientifically proven in double-blind studies using low doses to greatly reduce the number, severity, and duration of common colds. Ali C contains 300 milligrams of stabilized allicin, the active ingredient in crushed garlic. Studies show Ali C is effective against MRSA, bacterial, fungal, and viral infections. One tablet of Ali C has the equivalent of 40 cloves of garlic. Ali C supports your body's resistance to all types of conditions and can help lower high blood pressure and high cholesterol. So boost your body's resistance to infection with nature's best garlic extract, Ali C. For more information and to order Ali C, call 877-888-7126 or go to garlichealthproducts.com. That's 1-877-888-7126 or go to garlichealthproducts.com for your Ali C today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And if you'd like to catch up on past episodes, we have hundreds of shows for you to download direct from theparacast.com. That's theparacast.com. Or check us out at iTunes. Well, welcome to the Paracast uh, with Gene and Chris. This week, we're really happy to have Norio Hayakawa with us uh, for his first appearance here on the Paracast. And first of all, Norio, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much, Chris and Gene, for uh, having me on. And uh, we were talking uh, just briefly before uh, we had you on here uh, about your many years of working in the Dulce, New Mexico area, trying to dig into the whole underground base scenario there and how that uh, you're probably one of the most knowledgeable people that I know concerning that particular mystery there. And that is only part of the work that you've done. You've uh, actually uh, done quite a bit of investigative work over the years. You've been in the field for quite some time. Why don't you give us a little background on how you got involved in UFOs? Well, first of all, I'm not really an expert on uh, the Dulce situation, uh, but uh, I have researched it for many years. And, uh, of course, I've been there many, many times uh, in the past, uh, since around 1990. You were arrested, I think, one of your first trips, weren't you? Uh, Yes, that was, uh, yes, that was in 1990. But uh, I actually uh, started getting information about Dulce in around 1987. Then, uh, of course, uh, you know, from there on, I, I read many articles uh, and so on. And, uh, and then I went there for the first time in 1990. But even now, I am involved in uh, research, uh, especially since I live 
closer to that place than ever before. In other words, I live in uh, New Mexico's uh, Rio Rancho, which is right next to Albuquerque. And uh, Rio Rancho is about uh, two hours, uh, three quarter hours, uh, two and a, you know, two hour, 45 minutes away. Uh, so uh, I can go there anytime I want to. And uh, I've been there many times as recently as uh, just, uh, you know, a couple of months ago. So, uh, yes, I've been doing that for many years, but my main uh, uh, focus before this was, of course, the uh, the notorious uh, Area 51 in Nevada, which I have actually investigated and been there many, many times, just around the same time that I got started with the Dulce research. In fact, this is something really strange, uh, Chris, that both Area 51 and Dulce became a hot topic Already in 1987, when actually John Lear uh, started writing a hypothesis about both of these places. And uh, where John Lear got all this information was uh, he got this these information from uh, other sources, uh, you know, that were just uh, going around already in the uh, 80s, early 80s. So... Uh, but anyway, while I was living in California, I had uh, many, many occasions to uh, visit the uh, outskirts of uh, Area 51, the outer perimeters. And uh, I had some interesting encounters there, you know, uh, uh, with, uh, you know, uh, dark uh, military helicopter chasing us and so on. And uh, many, many encounters with uh, uh, Lincoln County Sheriff Department and so on. Okay, now that's interesting. When you have the sheriff going after you, you kind of wonder there, okay, are they in the process of trying to arrest you? Oh, yes, they attempted, well, actually, they didn't uh, try to arrest me, but they detained us uh, for about uh, an hour or so. In fact, uh, I was detained in three separate occasions there on public land. Uh, the first one was uh, in 1991, where a group of us were detained right at uh, Highway 375, which is a public uh, highway. <laughs> we were asked by the Lincoln County uh, Deputy Sheriff, Doug Lamoureux, to uh, show our IDs and uh, Social Security number, which uh, <laughs> I had never heard Social before. Social Security number? That's right. That's right, and I was ignorant at that time, and I gave out my social security number. This was in this was in May of 1991, and uh, other people in our group uh, also, uh, you know, were questioned and detained for one hour, as we just came back from the frightful encounter with a military helicopter on dirt ran- dirt road coming into Highway 375. After, this is the. the- the infamous black mailbox road there that, that turned off from the from the highway there? No, this is not the black mailbox road. It's uh, actually the Groom Lake Road that goes directly to Highway 375. I want to ask you something just to kind of put things in perspective. Okay, so you're citing as a source for some of the material about issues at Area 51 and also Dulce from John Lear. Now, as you know... A lot of people think John Lear is kind of wacky, if you get my drift. Yes, I doubt that. I think he has a lot of uh, fascinating information. And, in fact, uh, he was uh, the first person that actually disseminated 
the uh, alleged dulcet, you know, the drawings of the vats and so on, allegedly created by uh, Anne West, a lady by the name of Anne West, which is not a real name, but uh, this lady in, uh, I think, the early 80s started giving information to John Lear about this, uh, her drawings of the vats inside the Dulce uh, facility. And uh, John Lear himself uh, visited Dulce and started talking with uh, people like uh, the Paul Benowitz and so on. And But anyway, uh, John Lear is not a, 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 you know, a cook. I think he, he knows a lot of stuff. He's one of the most knowledgeable persons when it comes to things like Nevada test site and uh, other other things. So uh, I think that he's just, uh, he's, he has a two-sided, uh, uh, you know, uh, face. The, the one face is to appear ridiculous, and the other face is possession of, uh, you know, real important information. So I think that's uh, my take on John Lear. But getting back to Lincoln County Sheriff Department and Area 51, they have had a cozy relationship for many, many years. In fact, uh, since the, um, well, for many, many years, the Lincoln County Sheriff uh, Department uh, received uh, $80,000 a year from the uh, Air Force, uh, Nellis Air Force uh, Base, uh, in exchange for cooperating with the Air Force uh, to, uh, you know, check out on uh, curiosity seekers trying to go near the perimeters over there. And so they were receiving $80,000, and this is the reason why they have been doing that for many years, but uh, uh, recently it has stopped. But anyway, uh, the Lincoln County Sheriff Department uh, created his, the telephone number uh Indicating that there is a uh, you know a very close relationship, their telephone number ends in five one five one fifty one fifty one, and even today. So I asked uh, Lincoln County Sheriff Department when did this number telephone number you know got started, and they said it was for many years. I'll tell you what, we'll have a problem for many years if we don't tell you. We've got Norio Hayakawa. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Hey folks, in today's fast-paced work environment, getting everyone in the same room for a meeting can be challenging, especially when they work in different locations. And that's why I use GoToMeeting with HD Faces by Citrix. It is amazing. You can collaborate online by sharing your presentation. While seeing colleagues face-to-face in high definition, they can hide their blemishes. Video quality is so clear and natural, it's like being in the same room. And all you need is an internet connection with a webcam. It's that easy. So here's what I can do. For example... On the Paracast, which I host with my friend Chris O'Brien, we live in different locations. We need to share something, a document or something like that. All I have to do is call him up with GoToMeeting, and I say, Chris, take a look at this, and he said he's ready to go. You can try GoToMeeting with HD Faces free for 30 days. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, enter the promo code PODCAST, use the promo code PODCAST. Plant a healthy garden easy and fast with OrganicaSeed.com. 
Easy because OrganicaSeed.com offers one of the largest online selections of organic, heirloom, non-hybrid, and untreated seeds, as well as tobacco and cotton seeds at low prices. Go to OrganicaSeed.com, spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-C-A-Seed.com. OrganicaSeed.com. Remember, Organica Seed is healthy seed. HempUSA.org has a revolutionary wonder food for detoxing the body and rebuilding the immune system. Microplant powder can help unclog arteries and soften heart valves while removing heavy metals, virus, fungus, bacteria, and parasites. Plus, it cleans and purifies the blood, lungs, stomach, and colon. Keep your body clean with microplant powder. Visit us at HempUSA.org or call 908-691-2608 today. We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light system today complete with two black berkey elements for only 231 dollars and the berkey guy will ship your order free of charge with the purchase of a berkey light the berkey guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only 39.99 that's over 30 percent off the retail price call the berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653 that's 1-877-886-3653 or order online at goberkey.com that's goberkey.com today Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. I designed our top-selling holster, the Super Tuck Deluxe, to solve the problems of being poked, pinched, and gouged while carrying concealed. The Super Tuck Deluxe is the most comfortable, most concealable holster on the market today. We offer a two-week free trial and a lifetime warranty. Visit us at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Don't forget, CrossbreedHolsters.com. We want to know. How do you use WebEx? Last week, I started a meeting on my office computer. I had to go cross town for another meeting. So Mike drove, and I was able to finish my WebEx meeting using the WebEx app on my smartphone. This is how you do business. Connect online and share what's on your computer screen with others. Anytime, anywhere. On their desktop, on their laptop, or mobile device. Go to WebEx.com right now and try WebEx free. WebEx from Cisco. W-E-B-E-X.com. Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? With Gene and Chris on the Paracast, Norio Hayakawa telling us about Dulce Area 51. And I know some of our listeners are going to say something because of the fact that he is taking what John Lear has to say seriously, but we'll get past that. You were continuing your story about the sheriff. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I was telling about the close relationship between Lincoln County Sheriff's Department and Area 51. They've had this cozy relationship for many, many years. Uh, If you go to the uh, uh, public uh, records department in uh, Alamo, town of Alamo, in Nevada, you can find out uh, everything about this, you know, uh, the uh, 
financial arrangements and so on. And uh, so, uh, yes, uh, but, uh, you know, maybe this is just, uh, maybe it's common. I'm not sure, you know, but, uh, you know, it's uh, Area 51 is a fascinating place, but a lot of people have the wrong information that it has moved uh, elsewhere, like to Utah and so on, which is complete uh, hogwash. In fact, Area 51 is expanding as we speak, and also just uh, a year ago, the Nevada, state of Nevada, changed the name of Nevada test site to uh, Nevada National Security Site, or N2S2. Uh, so there's no longer a uh, Nevada test site, but a new secretive uh, testing ground, just as, uh, you know, uh, secretive as Area 51, which is located right next door. So uh, It's like having two Area 51s. Exactly. And uh, N2S2, or Nevada National Security Site, is now a large, large, large area for testing of... Uh, new weapon systems under the auspices of the uh, anti-terrorism concept. So uh, uh, this means that operations heretofore that have been conducted at Area 51 can be, uh, you know, can go into that uh, that area as well. (laughs) So... Uh, you see more new buildings at Area 51 and, you know, more big hangars. And, and uh, you know, Area 51 is all about the uh, weapon systems and integrated with uh, avionics and so on. But, uh, you know, right next door, the hu- the larger place, the uh, new uh, uh, national security site, uh, they are doing just about the uh, same thing. They will start doing the same thing. And uh, so... Uh, this is the reason why they are expanding. Uh, if you can see this in uh, Google satellite photos, even today. So uh, the point is that uh, yes, Area 51 is alive and well, and so is uh, the continuous rumors about uh, areas in New Mexico too, like White Sands. Uh, you know, I live in, I live in New Mexico now, so uh, I'm interested in the. Um, what's happening in New Mexico, like the latest, uh, you know, directed energy weapons programs uh, conducted at uh, White Sands and uh, near Holloman Air Force Base. And uh, so uh, these are things that fascinate me. Fascinate me. Uh, and then in particular, going back to the mysterious topic of uh, Dulce in New Mexico, yes, there is something there. There's no question in my mind. But the bottom line is that there is there has never been any physical solid tangible uh, irrefutable documentary evidence whatsoever that there is a physical underground base under the Archuleta Mesa uh, but there are lots of circumstantial evidences to point out that there is something there you know, in fact Yes. I kind of want to focus this because we have a cross-section of listeners, some of whom are very aware of Dulce, New Mexico, and the rumors, and some of whom are saying, what's that? So to serve both masters, can you tell us a little bit about the history, where these stories began, and then we can kind of explore them further? Yes, it's very important to know the history of Dulce, New Mexico, uh, and uh, the official name 
of dulce used to be agua dulce, which meant uh, sweet water in Spanish. So uh, ever since the 1600s, 1700s, the the Hispanos who were living in that northern New Mexico area were basically ranchers, you know, uh, and uh, they were descendants of the Spanish conquistadores who came to this region in the, uh, you know, 16th century on. So uh, uh, they, uh, you know, this uh, community of Agua Dulce started, uh, you know, uh, developing. And uh, But uh, in early 1900s, the United States government created an Indian reservation in this area and brought in uh, many uh, Apache people uh, from elsewhere in New Mexico and then other places and then created a humongous reservation called the Hikaria Apache uh, Indian Reservation in which the uh, they changed the name to just Dulce. And uh, so... Uh, it uh, has been uh, Hikaria Apache land for many years, uh, you know, since the early 1900s. And uh, things started happening uh, after World War II. Uh, well, there, first of all, the uh, uh, United States government conducted an atomic test right near Dulce uh, in 1967. Uh, the Atomic Energy Commission exploded an atomic uh, nuclear device deep underground, uh, which was about 22 miles southwest of Dulce in 1968. And, uh, yeah, Project so, Gas Buggy. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, uh, ever since that incident, which allegedly, uh, as told by the government, was to ease the flow of natural gas in that area. But uh, a lot of people don't believe it. Uh, there, there may have been other motives behind this strange, uh, you know, experiment. Uh, but, uh, you know, that was in 1967. But, uh, you know, uh, a few years later, or less than 10 years later, something strange began to happen in the Dulce area. And that is the... Uh, beginning of uh, mysterious uh, cattle mutilations here, uh, incidents uh, in uh, not only in the Dulce area, but uh, north of uh, New Mexico as well, you know, and uh, into Colorado and so on. But, uh, uh, and uh, then soon uh, a rumor uh, began to come around, and uh, this was basically originated from... Uh, uh, an engineer by the name of Paul Benowitz, who used to live in Albuquerque and who used to uh, do business with the uh, Kirtland Air Force Base, uh, selling them uh, high caliber, uh, you know, uh, calibration equipment for the military and humidifiers and so on. It was called the Thunder Scientific Corporation. So Paul Benowitz, uh, he did lots of uh, work with the Kirtland Air Force Base, but at the same time, Beginning around 1979, Paul Benowitz began to uh, witness uh, mysterious lights uh, not too far away from his home, which is right next to uh, Manzano Underground Nuclear Facility in uh, right inside the Kirtland Air Force Base. So uh, the Kirtland Air Force Base got worried and uh, basically uh, told uh, Paul Benowitz 
to come to the base and they will explain to him what has been happening. But anyway, uh, uh, and nor- the, of course, Paul Benowitz is a story unto itself. Exactly. Because of the things that happened with That's him. That's a can of worms right there, yes, boy. Yes, we bring up the name then of Bill Moore and some of the alleged disinformation that Bill Moore was engaged in in the 1980s and what happened to Paul Benowitz. A very complicated story. And obviously a lot more to talk about with Area 51 or whatever it's called, Dulce, New Mexico, and all sorts of other stuff. Our guest is Norio Hayakawa, who has spent many years investigating these mysteries. I'm Gene Steinberg. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. As always, you're in the Paracast. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Are you ready to order the official Paracast t-shirt? You asked, we answered. We're now taking orders for the official Paracast t-shirt. It comes in white, 100% cotton. The front of it features the same logo that we have on our community forums. On the back it says, separating signal from noise. To order the official Paracast t-shirt, here's all you have to do. Visit our new online store at store.theparacast.com. One more time, that's store.theparacast.com. You can use a major credit card to place your order for the official Paracast t-shirt. Hey, neighbors, we have one more thing to talk about, and that's more merchandise at the official Paracast store. We have hats, we have jackets, we even have a flip video camcorder customized with the Paracast logo at the official Paracast store. It's all now available at the official Paracast store, store store.theparacast.com. What nutrition are you missing that's leading to the four major diseases? Cancer, arthritis, heart disease, and Parkinson's. There are at least 80,000 medical studies that show a lack of the protein glutathione to be linked to cancer, heart disease, Parkinson's, macular degeneration, lung disease, digestive diseases, diabetes, Alzheimer's, ALS, rheumatoid arthritis, and lupus. In all, at least 68 diseases. What is the number one food by which your body is most empowered to increase its glutathione production? It is undamaged whey protein from grass-fed cows. One World Whey is truly the first undamaged whey protein. All other whey protein powders are damaged by heat, chemicals, and filtration. One World Whey is the most life-giving whey protein powder ever produced. Call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorldWhey.com. Jason Lewis here. We talk daily about all the crazy stuff happening around the world. Concerns with the economy, job loss, and natural disasters, just to name a few. Let me ask you, what are you doing to be prepared? How will you provide for your family in an emergency? Well, for my preparation, I recommend WiseFoodStorage.com. WiseFoodStorage.com offers delicious, ready-made, freeze-dry meals that carry a 25-year shelf life, and you prepare them in minutes by simply adding water. Wise Food Storage entrees are packaged in individual metal mylar pouches then stored in convenient grab-and-go plastic containers for freshness and easy transport go to wisefoodstorage.com today to request a free entree sample and for a limited time enter the promo code lewis to get free shipping on any order call 855 food wise that's 855-366-3947 or visit wisefoodstorage.com wisefoodstorage.com gourmet emergency food at the best price 
Smokers, are you still smoking traditional cigarettes? Are you still smelling up your clothes and car interior, staining your teeth, and getting ashes everywhere? Why? When you could be smoking or vaping with e-cigarettes by LaSig. With LaSig e-cigarettes revolutionary microelectronic technology, rechargeable battery, and unique replacement cartridges, you'll get all the satisfaction of smoking, but no smoking hazards. Choose from a wide variety of our new American-made Vapriate e-liquid flavors at LaSig.com, spelled L-E-C-I-G.com, or call 870-518-4307. That's 870-518-4307. LaSig e-cigarettes for today's modern smoker. Warning, e-cigs may contain nicotine, an addictive substance known to the state of California to cause birth defects or cancer. Please be aware of the risks associated with e-cigs prior to use. You must be 18 years or older to purchase. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. Norio Hayakawa is our guest. You're listening to Gene and Chris and the Paracast. When we split for a piece of business, we were discussing the case of Paul Benowitz. Because of what happened to Paul, all the disinformation that was fed to him allegedly, do you find then that that makes what he had to say, Norio, less credible? No, I I think uh, in many ways he's credible. In fact, I think he may have uh, discovered uh, things uh, in Dulce. Uh, But uh, the biggest mystery is, uh, to me, whether the Air Force intentionally gave him this information or information at the same time. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe it might have been uh, some kind of a slow leak done on purpose, but slowly, uh, you know, mixed with uh, disinformation at the same time. And uh, so, uh, and that is the situation with Dulce. There are too many, many local residents reporting uh, strange objects, uh, even uh, even today. Uh, you get these uh, reports almost, uh, you know, every other day in Dulce. Well, before uh, we get too Dorio, before we get too far away from the Bedowitz situation, uh, I think we should remind listeners of some of the very underhanded and and uh, sinister tactics that the that Air Force Intelligence used on on Benowitz, which resulted in Benowitz being committed. I mean, they drove him crazy. They would do things like go into his house when he wasn't there and rearrange the furniture. Uh, I mean, they, they really. <laughs> They played with this guy, and they played with his head, and I think that fact alone uh, should be underscored before we get too far down the road here. Uh, they really – they ruined a man's life. Yes, no question about it. He well, and, and some of the things that he photographed uh, over the Kirtland Air Force Base near the largest uh, – to my knowledge, the largest nuclear weapon storage facility in this country that we know about. He was filming – very unusual objects out uh, in the Coyote Canyon area. He was intercepting very interesting transmissions that could have been some sort of classified burst transmissions. And as a as a patriotic American, he, in all good conscience uh, and uh, with a sense of urgency, contacted the Air Force to let them know that they may have, you know, unusual activity that wasn't under their control going on in one of the most sensitive areas of this country. And instead of of thanking him. 
and uh, moving on uh, down the road and, and applauding his uh, patriotic, uh, you know, fervor to, to contact them. They used him as, an, as a human guinea pig and used him as a vehicle for disinformation. And, and that's a fact that I really I want to underscore before we continue more. Yes, this is all a fascinating thing. You know, uh, we hear of uh, Bill Moore and you know Richard Doty and all these people uh, claiming to have uh, you know participated in the uh, uh, this disinformation tactic. But uh, you know, basically, the bottom line is there is no documentation whatsoever naming people like William Moore or Richard Doty, uh, stating that they were part of uh, uh, this information program. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, I, I talked with Bill Moore uh, before, uh, and, uh, you know, he, he declared that he participated in this uh, program uh, when he spoke out in 1989 in Las Vegas MUFON meeting, but uh, uh, there's no... Uh, indication as far as documents are concerned. Same with Richard Doty. Yes, his name comes up in uh, Air Force documents in Kirtland, but uh, there's nothing, no documentation whatsoever about uh, any kind of uh, participation, uh, you know, uh, with uh, Paul Benowitz. Uh, so, <laughs> there's, uh, there's tape recordings of Bill Moore and Benowitz in his house. Uh, we have photographs that exist in, in investigator files. There's enough circumstantial evidence to support that uh, that these uh, these nefarious activities were going on, yeah. and the fact that Benowitz ended up in a mental hospital that should tell you something. I mean, yes, the guy was a right. brilliant, brilliant scientist. And by the way, a, I should mention with regard to Richard Doty, we have asked him several times to come on the Paracast and explain himself, explain what he's up to, what these shenanigans are all about. And he sort of, kind of, almost came on once, then he chickens out. So I don't know what to say about him. Well, actually, I don't think there's any uh, credibility in any of the things that uh, he has come up. And uh, so, you know, the only, actually, the only person that had been trustworthy is the late uh, Gabe Valdez. Uh, He, uh, to me is the only person that uh, had got closest to uh, what is behind the rumors about Dulce. But unfortunately, he passed away just about, uh, you know, two months ago at his home at a fairly young age of 67. But, uh, you know, uh, he was the only person that I I could trust. And uh, he... uh, he invited me to go uh, with him to uh, El Vado Lake area uh, because where, you know, he has been investigating that area for uh, several years already, even after retired. Uh, but anyway, uh, he did discover, uh, he says he discovered a couple of spheres uh, in that El Vado Lake area. And he kept the spheres, uh, which was like, uh, you know, uh, just a round uh, crystal-like uh, a ball of like a stone or uh, some kind of material. But uh, he kept those in his house, but uh, he didn't want to show those to anybody. Well, we, <laughs> should, anyway. we should explain to our listeners uh, who may not be familiar with Gabe Valdez who he was. Uh, first of all, he, he was a New Mexico State Patrolman who was uh, stationed in the Dulce area. 
uh, in the uh, mid to late 70s. He was one of the lead investigators on a whole rash of cattle mutilations that occurred on the Emanuel Gomez ranch. Uh, he befriended many people in the area. He was well-liked, very well-respected, and as Norio has mentioned, was was probably the most thorough investigator of the Dulce area over the last 30, 35 years. And, uh, I, you know, I must say, Norio, before we go too far down the, the road, you and I spoke here briefly when I um, invited you on the show, and you and I both have kind of a uh, an itch about the way that Gabe um, passed away um, so, you know, closely on the heels of probably the most extensive interview that he's ever granted. Uh, I think he, he conducted a week or less uh, before he died with another uh, radio show where he made some very um, tantalizing uh, comments about uh, coming to some conclusions about what he thought was going on in the Dulce area. Do, do you care to comment on, on that? Uh, you knew Gabe pretty darn well, probably better than most people. Uh, Greg Bishop, uh, of course, knew him uh, fairly well. Greg uh, wrote the book Project Beta, which is looking at the Benowitz case. Uh, but, Noriel, before we go on, why don't you, you know, kind of share with our listeners uh, your feelings about uh, Gabe's passing and some of the comments that he made very shortly before he uh, kind of died unexpectedly. Yes, that's, uh, this was in August, uh, and uh, he, uh, it was a Sunday morning, and uh, his wife found him, uh, you know, uh, on his bed. They were, uh, you know, they had separate bedroom, bedrooms, and, uh, but anyway, he was on the bed uh, with no uh, sign of life, and so uh, I guess the paramedics uh, came right away and uh, tried to revive him, but uh, he was already gone. And, uh, you know, he was a healthy uh, person. He never had any uh, any indication, as far as uh, many people know, of any kind of illnesses. He was a very robust, healthy guy. <laughs> you know, he, he dr- drove all around, and even as early as a few months ago, he uh, went to uh, Dulce, uh, and he continues to investigate the Dulce mystery. And uh, especially he has been concentrating on a, a lake nearby there, El Vado Lake. And, uh, you know, and uh, he, he invited, uh, you know, us to join him very soon. To And then he said he will show some interesting places, uh, but uh, anyway, he, he died so suddenly, and uh, we don't know if it's uh, like a heart attack or uh, you know the, the uh, uh, you know uh, uh, the what kind of death it was because uh, we didn't want to actually uh, bother the uh, the family too much. Uh, I attended. Isn't that interesting? And we'll go into it in our next segment, Norio how there have been occasional passings in the UFO field that somehow seem to be questionable. We go back to Dr. James McDonald in the 1960s, Morris K. Jessup in the 1950s, etc. Our guest, Norio Hayakawa, with Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. 
Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you own an Apple iPhone and love to listen to your favorite programs on GCN, I've got good news for you. I'm proud to announce that GCN has a brand new iPhone app available for our dedicated listeners at GCNlive.com. Listen to your favorite hard-hitting GCN programs live or on demand right on your iPhone. And the best part? The GCN iPhone app can be yours absolutely free. Download the iPhone app today by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit and carting to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We're back with Norio Hayakawa, UFO researcher. Norio has studied Dulce, he studied Area 51, and we're talking about the death of a researcher now. What about it may seem suspicious, Norio? Well, uh, as I said to you, that uh, he was a healthy guy and, uh, you know, very likable person. Uh, he was very much into ongoing investigation of the whole Dulce area. But, uh, you know, and then he suddenly died and, you know, you know, uh, we don't know what for sure, uh, you know. Well, Norio, but- we... What we do on, on the show is we uh, open up a thread at the Paracast Forum to allow our, our listeners a chance to ask you questions when we tape the show. And Trained Observer, who is a, a fairly longtime poster, has a question here that, that is involved with this particular topic. And, and the question is, Gabe Valdez appeared on, in an interview on Open Minds TV just weeks before his death. Actually, it was less than that. That's alluding right. to sensitive research being done on mutilated cattle and the need to avoid those carcasses. In a recent interview on the Stench of Truth podcast, you stated that you thought his death was suspicious, which is what we've been talking about. But could you elaborate further and also tell us if Mr. Valdez ever confided in you what he believed the nature of the, quote, sensitive research, unquote, was and what the cattle were contaminated with? Actually, he did not share with anybody that I know of, what he, his uh, final conclusions were. It, all he said, and he kept repeating this, that this subject is too sensitive. That's what he, he has been saying for the past uh, few years. He, he would not tell anybody what his conclusions are, but uh, his conclusions are that this has nothing to do with aliens, it has everything to do with the government. So I have basically, uh, you know, agreed with his uh, interpretations of the whole Dulce situation that uh, the Dulce situation, uh, unfortunately, to many UFO uh, believers, the Dulce situation has never been proven that it has anything to do with alien activity. There's no single uh, tangible evidence that the the mystery of Dulce has anything to do with aliens. Uh, But 
may have everything to do with government and governmental operations. And, but isn't that uh, part actually, of all the stories we hear, Norio, about Dulce and, of course, Area 51, that predominantly these are places where they test new weapon systems, new aircraft. It's not E.T. That is seems to be the conclusion of Gabe Valdez as well, because Gabe Valdez actually told us that he witnessed uh, what we think is a, an example of uh, the government testing, uh, you know, uh, in a mini mini scale, what appears to be like Project Bluebeam, uh, like uh, projection of holographic images of uh, flying saucers and so on on, uh, you know, Archulator Mesa and the surrounding areas. Uh, he actually, he actually told me that he did witness this type of projections. And also he witnessed, uh, you know, props on the Mesa and, uh, you know, artificially created uh, props that looked like, a, uh, you know, small uh, a building or, uh, you know, uh, small uh, vents and so on, you know, some kind of structures. <laughs> and uh, he, he did uh, uh, say that he encountered all these things and he did encounter military personnel at the uh, Dulce airport and he he was confronted uh, with uh, this uh, military unit and actually uh, Gabe Valdez was brave enough to actually confront them also and because uh, he stressed that he was representing the state of New Mexico and the military had no rights to be there in that area which has nothing to do with the military. In fact, well, the uh, other thing I want to ask you, though, is about this guy's death. Now, people can die for many reasons. They seem healthy. They seem active, but maybe they have a heart condition that when undiagnosed, there are lots of reasons why someone can kind of kick the bucket. How old was he? Oh, well, he was 67, uh, but still in a very good uh, physical shape to me as far as... Uh, you know, he was very uh, outgoing and very active. He, he, he drives uh, many hours, uh, you know, back and forth. Uh, he likes to explore uh, many areas of the, the Dulce area, you know. The, uh, and so, uh, so you know, uh, such an active guy suddenly dies. And uh, that, to me, is very, very interesting or very fascinating and intriguing, uh, especially since he did an interview just about a week before he died with, uh, you know, uh, this uh, group from California. And uh, he was, and then he was planning to take uh, several people, including uh, myself, you know, to this uh, this particular area near El Vado Lake and so on. But, uh, you know, the, the whole thing about Dulce is this, that... Uh, there is, uh, in fact, the most of the people in Dulce, which has a population of about 2,600 people. Now, most of the people have heard of uh, this, uh, the uh, allegations about the underground base. And most people in Dulce know of a relative or family or friend that has experienced uh, the sightings or actually encounters with, uh, you know, military people or, you know, had strange paranormal type 
phenomenon in that area. So, uh, yes, I think that uh, there's definitely something in there. And, uh, you know, uh, this is the reason why people like, I think, Jesse Ventura finally got interested in the Dulce situation. In fact, uh, it's my understanding that uh, Jesse Ventura and his staff were in Dulce on uh, October the 21st, Friday, and uh, tried to uh, film the segment about Dulce in in Dulce, but uh, apparently uh, he was denied permission to uh, film uh, on the Mesa or even go up to the Mesa. Uh, and, well, where do you uh, get so, permission from? Do you get it from the well, government? Well, I guess from uh, the yes, you have to, from sure. the Hikaria Nation. Actually, sure. here's ah, the technical okay. technical aspect of this whole thing. The uh, Archuleta Mesa is definitely part of the uh, Hikaria Apache Nation as far as the southern half of Archuleta Mesa is concerned, the New Mexico side. And uh, technically, it belongs to that uh, Hikaria Apache Nation, so... And it's like anybody trying to intrude into another person's home. So uh, technically and legally, one has to get authorization to even go to Archelino Mesa. Now, of course, there are people who has been up to the Mesa uh, without going through this proper channel. But, uh, you know, the the people over there, uh, I think, feel kind of, uh, you know, violated, uh, you know, in a sense, when people just freely come and go and go up on the Mesa or go up to Archuleta Mountain because it's part of the... Well, you, you know, you, yeah, you know, from personal experience, I think you were there with a the Japanese film crew in, uh, what was it, 89 or 90, I think, if I remember correctly, and and you were actually arrested. <laughs> That's right. Actually, yeah, so, that so you, is... you 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 can speak from personal experience. But one thing I want to mention to the listeners here is I, of course, you know, being in the San Luis Valley for so many years, which is a stone's throw away to the east from this area, I have spent quite a bit of time researching uh, the whole Dulce mystery myself, and uh, and know some some of the Apache there. And one of the things that I want to stress here is is the underground base scenario is is all very interesting. But to me, it's 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 like a red herring. I'll tell you the what, most, we are going to sell some red herrings right now. Definitely. We have Norio Hayakawa. We'll sell some gefilte fish, but not with Norio Hayakawa, who is our guest this week. You're in the Paracast. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. Fate Magazine provides true reports of the strange and unknown. Keep up with the latest on angels and miracles, psychic phenomena, ghosts, UFOs, life after death, and much, much more. To receive your free issue of Fate Magazine, call now at 1-800-728-2730 or visit their website at www.fatemag.com. That's 1-800-728-2730. What are you waiting for? Your fate awaits. 
Hey, everybody. Jason Lewis here once again. These are hard times for investors. If you're like me, you just don't know where to put your money because there's a downside to every possible scenario. Now, look, every portfolio needs a hedge for inflation. Gold has been the classic. I want to tell you, I want to be honest with you, commodities fluctuate. So you could lose money. Gold goes up and down. But every stable portfolio usually has an inflation hedge, and gold is, well, the gold standard. Washington is not going to get us out of this recovery. So you've got to protect yourself. Give it some thought. And if you're interested in converting your IRA to gold or would like to actually have it in your possession, call Midas Resources today at 1-800-686-2237. The U.S. dollar was once backed by gold, but it's lost a lot of its value since then. Call Midas Resources today, 1-800-686-2237 for gold. That's 1-800-686-2237 and tell them Jason Lewis sent you. If you constantly feel run down and tired, your pH level might be low and your body could be full of toxins. If what you drink is not at a pH level of 8 or higher, you are inviting bacteria and acid to thrive in your body. But there is something you can do. Simply add 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops to your water to help your body rid itself of acidic waste, increase oxygen, and raise your pH balance to optimum levels. AlkaVision Plasma pH drops combine a unique formula of the most alkaline minerals in the world. Alkalizing the water you drink, ridding your body of acidic waste and toxins, and helping you regain energy and vibrant health. And studies show viruses, bacteria, and toxins cannot survive in an alkaline, high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. Big Berkey water filters are in high demand. Storable foods are also in high demand. BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com has always kept our focus on the Berkey water filter products. But increasingly, our customers have been asking for storable foods. After months of research, BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com now offers great-tasting, long-lasting, storable foods. These ready-to-eat meals are packed in airtight nitrogen pouches. All you do is just add water. And because they're sealed so well, they come with a 25-year shelf life. Combine our Berkey water filters, which are powerful enough to purify treated, untreated, or even stagnant pond water with our storable foods, and you have a winning combination. Remember, we offer free shipping on every order over $50, and GCN listeners receive 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Visit BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com or call 877-99-BERKEY. That's BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com or call 877-99-BERKEY today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And if you'd like to catch up on past episodes, we have hundreds of shows for you to download direct from theparacast.com. That's theparacast.com. Or check us out at iTunes. Gefilte fish? Why are we talking about gefilte fish on the Paracast? Norio Hayakawa is our guest. Chris O'Brien was asking one of his lengthy questions, and he always asks those questions at a specific point in time when we're going to do a break, but not well, to sell gonna, fish. I wasn't going to ask a question. I was going to point out that there is other things going on up there that have been going on far longer. 
including the head of the, the Department of Public Safety, Hoyt Velarde, investigating over the years over 100 Bigfoot sightings on the Hickory Apache Reservation. And one of the most prevalent and, and covered up and secretive paranormal type phenomena that occur there are the occurrence and sightings of small two-foot-high swarthy kind of hairy dwarves that are seen by everybody quote-unquote in Dulce they're seen even in the middle of town at times and these this is the most prevalent unusual type of phenomena that people routinely experience there and and it is the most covered up and least talked about element of the mysterious goings on there so you know, when, when we talk about Dulce and we, we have someone like an Anthony Sanchez on the show and, and we dive into all this, this uh, just screenplay sounding, Hollywood screenplay sounding scenarios of discovery of underground aliens in a cavern with sophisticated equipment that have the history of their civilization and blah, 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 toot, toot. That is not really where, at least for me as an investigator, where the real rich nutrients of discovery lie. It, it lies in the traditions of the Hickoria there, in the traditions of the Spanish, longtime Spanish ranching community. And I think a lot of these other attendant disinformation type elements are there to maybe keep us from looking at what really is going on there. What, what do you think of that, Norio? Have you yeah. heard about these other types of uh, phenomena? Oh, yes. In fact, uh, you know, that whole region is filled with uh, beliefs in the paranormal uh, because the Hikari Apache Nation and, uh, you know, of course, this applies to most uh, Native American uh, culture. They have a rich tradition of, uh, you know, cultural and spiritual beliefs, which is very similar to uh, paranormal phenomenon. And uh, there's no doubt that people see what they see. For example, people even hear, they claim to hear chantings at the middle of the night, where just from nowhere, you know. And then, of course, sightings of uh, Bigfoot and uh, other entities in that area is quite common, And uh, but uh, it has a close association with the uh, uh, beliefs, and uh, so we cannot deny at all that there are such uh, phenomena that's there. And I think my feeling is that uh, the government is interested in this phenomenon as well, and it's inside the, uh, the sovereignty of uh, Indian nation. It's a convenient place for the government as well to get some information and maybe, uh, you know, investigations into the paranormal as well. So uh, on the one hand, we have had this uh, allegation about the physical underground base, biolab and so on. But uh, as you said, there are other phenomena that surround that, that area. So, you know, it's a, it's a mystery. Uh, it's a mystery and it will go on. The topic of Dulce <laughs> will go on because uh, there are constant reports of this type of activity, whether sightings of uh, an entity or a Bigfoot or, uh, you know, that, that whole area is, to me, is very conducive to, uh, you know, and it's an interesting environment. You know, you have the Navajo River, beautiful scenery, and uh, very isolated. And uh, even today, actually, if one goes and drives along the, past the bridge, Navajo River in Dulce, and drives along the J2 
road and uh, you know j9 road going around the mesa at the foot foothills of the mesa hardly anybody is there it's just like uh, just like area 51 actually you know people talk about uh, mile marker 357 or a mile marker uh, 29 and a half mile marker and the black mailbox that has become so famous but even today there's hardly anybody in practically every day or night there's practically anybody that mills around that area because that's how it is these are remote area but in the case of dulce it's different it's right next to the town of dulce but the people in dulce don't really go that much that often to these areas any time of the day you hardly see anybody walking or driving on the, the uh road to the uh, Archuleta Mesa. remote there. There's, there's just little ranch roads and dirt roads that crisscross the area, but very few ranches, uh, very few dwellings. I've driven all around that area on a number of occasions, and it, it's no surprise to me that types of uh, creatures are seen and, and stuff. And, and you have to factor in the belief systems of the people, of course. But when the head of Department of Public Safety uh, tells me with a straight face that he's been out on over 100 big reports, and then he shows me a cell phone, uh, cell phone footage of a Bigfoot running across a road in front of a, a carload of screaming kids. Well, when you have the the longtime uh, head of the Department of Public Safety, you know, say with a straight face that he's gone out and investigated over a hundred Bigfoot reports over the years, and then he whips out cell phone footage of a Bigfoot running across the road at night, and there's a car of screaming kids that are experiencing this. I mean, to me, that was a real thing. That wasn't a hoax. Is that something yeah. we can get a copy of? Well, Hoyt's Hoy, got it, sure. Okay, your assignment, should you decide to accept it, is to get us a copy and let's post it in our forums. Well, we'll try to get Hoyt on the, on the show. It'd be great to have Norio back and have Hoyt on the show. What do you think of Hoyt Velarde? I mean, how, how yes. uh, well, much time have you spent with Hoyt? Actually, and- yes. Actually, uh, Mr. Velarde is an interesting person, but of course, uh, not everybody in Dulce agrees uh, that he is a, a likable guy. In fact, uh, he has a nickname, Bad News Hoyt. Uh, that's his nickname uh, given among many people in Dulce. So, you know, there are two sides to the coin, and uh, there are people in Dulce who feel that uh, Hoyt is very enig- enigmatic guy. The other others don't care that much about him or just think he's just a regular guy, but, uh, you know... There are two sides to the coin, and uh, Hoyt Velarde actually discouraged a lot of people from going to, you know, going up to Mesa and so on, uh, you know, all these years. And actually, in 1990, uh, early 1990s, he told the uh, TV uh, crews uh, that uh, there's actually, you cannot get to the Mesa. <laughs> and uh, so... On one hand, uh, yes, he's definitely, he has opened up. He has opened up, especially in recent years. And, uh, but uh, even by attending uh, the Dulce Conference <laughs> in, nine, in 2009. And, uh, Where so, he presented, uh, he actually got up in front of the room and presented a pretty interesting talk. But do you, get, do you think... I'll Hoyt's tell you what, let's go to that question in a moment. We have Norio Hayakawa joining us. We're talking about Dulce about Area 51 and all sorts of strange stuff. Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. A 
America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack! Attack! Of the Rockoids. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes, The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans the galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack, Attack of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack, Attack of the Rockoids. A novel in the grand science fiction tradition. If you owe money to the IRS, you can't make the problem go away by yourself. But with the help of Dan Pilla, you can get your problem solved once and for all. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. For 30 years, I've helped thousands of people solve their tax debt problem, and I can help you solve yours, too. We take a very simple but proven three-step approach to solving your problem. First, we stabilize IRS collection actions so you don't have to worry about the IRS seizing your bank account or paycheck. Next, we build a comprehensive plan to get your tax debt reduced to the fullest extent possible, sometimes even completely eliminated. And finally, we work with you every step of the way to get your problem solved once and for all. Call us for a free consultation. Call 1-800-346-6829. We'll work together to get your problem solved guaranteed. Dan Pilla has been protecting taxpayers from the IRS for three decades, and he can help you too. Call us today at 800 800- 346-6829. That's 800-34-NO-TAX. Heart and Body Extract continues to receive positive testimonials from people who have experienced amazing results, like Reed. I just wanted to send you a quick but a very big thank you for Heart and Body Extract. I've been on the formula for nearly a month now, and the improvement in the circulation of my legs has been simply amazing. Reed was facing a tough choice. I was facing surgery due to the severity of the 100% blocked arteries in both my legs. And my decision waiting for surgery to say no and try heart and body extract instead has been thankfully the right decision. And the result? I can now walk up steps without noticeable pain. Order heart and body extract at 866-295-5305. 866-295-5305 or hbextract.com. Heart and body extract for a long and healthy life. We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System 
system today, complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231, and the Berkey Guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey light, the Berkey Guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey Guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at GoBerkey.com. That's GoBerkey.com today. Hi, this is nuclear physicist lecturer Stanton Friedman. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. We're back with Norio Hayakawa making his first appearance on the Paracast. We're sure it won't be the last because we can only cover a part of what's going on. So, Chris, you were about to start a discussion. Well, I was going to ask uh, Norio, I mean, personally, as an investigator and a long time with a long time interest in the Dulce case, do you do find Hoyt uh, credible? Well, I think that uh, it's very difficult to say who is credible or not, uh, you know. uh, So everybody has its own, uh, you know, uh, own uh, agenda and issues. Uh, So it's. Uh, we just have to wait and see, you know. Uh, uh, the uh, I think that um, he has opened up, no question about it. But uh, and then I think he still belongs to uh, an organization of uh, you know Bigfoot research organization. But uh, I don't think his health is that that great these days. Uh, but uh, there seems to be, uh, 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 well, some kind of a disagreement among themselves and the council, tribal council, because, you know, uh, he actually still uh, considers himself uh, an authority as far as law is concerned, uh, even though he retired. <laughs> but uh, when a person uh, like uh, Anthony Sanchez uh, gets a permission from, uh, you know, other members of the council and public relations officer and so on, and then goes up on the Alchulator Mesa and takes pictures and so on. Uh, I think uh, Hoyt Bellardi was not too happy about it. And uh, this happened, uh, you know, just uh, last week, actually a few days ago. You know, I mentioned to you, Jesse Ventura tried to, uh, do a film in uh, Dulce, but he uh, was uh, not received that well. Uh, maybe it's because of his, uh, you know, approach. But uh, so he had to do the filming in uh, Lumberton, you know. So, uh, but on the other hand, people like Anthony Sanchez, who got to know family there, a particular family who I think is could be quite influential there. Uh, this family. Uh, has been very close with Anthony Chan Sanchez in the past few months. And uh, this family, and in fact, uh, one of the family members is uh, works for the Games and Fish Department. And uh, he, this person uh, who works for the Games and Fish Department, told Anthony Sanchez just a few days ago that about six months ago or so, uh, he was guiding a basketball player, a Lakers player or somebody, I'm not sure, to, uh, you know, hunting uh, and uh, took them to uh, 
the Mesa and part of the Mesa and uh, but uh, uh, he uh, he said he encountered a military person somewhere on the Mesa and was told by the military person that this is a restricted area. And about uh, this person, the Hikari Apache a person, member of the, the tribe, uh, told him that, no, this is not true. This is Hikari Apache land. And uh, But uh, uh, the military person uh, said that this is now restricted now. Uh, this was uh, told by this person, uh, influential person there. So I think there's something to it. Uh, the, the whole Archuleta Mesa is so huge. In fact, it's so huge that it includes, uh, you know, the, the big Archuleta Mountain on the west side, uh, northwest side of the, the, the uh, Mesa. And uh, one can easily get lost in there. And you can walk hours and hours on the Mesa and... Uh, that's why it's very desolate area, and uh, you know anything is possible. Uh, so, the fact that uh, Anthony Sanchez got uh, you know friendly with this family, and uh, by the way, this family also is the manager of the Dulce Airport, the only airport in the t- town of Dulce. Just outside of Dulce, there is this airport managed by by him. This family and uh, this manager of the airport told us, uh, told me personally that he did encounter some strange object at the airport during one night, uh, rising from the ground and, uh, you know, like a a strange object. And uh, uh, he, as a manager, telling this to... uh, uh, other person is really, I think it's something something that's very, I think it's believable that uh, he did see what he saw. And uh, the Dulce Airport is very, very, uh, there's nothing there except a well-maintained, uh, you know, landing strip. Uh, but uh, hardly there's anything there. Uh, but uh, on a some occasions, uh, this manager said he saw things there. So this uh, kind of things lead me to continue to believe that uh, the the the, the uh, strangeness, high strangeness, goes on. And uh, one example of high strangeness about the Dulce area happened just about two weeks ago, when during the daytime. Many, many people in Dulce witnessed about 15 to 20 World War II aircraft doing maneuver over Dulce. And people Whoa. didn't know what was going on. And uh, before this uh, appearance of uh, old aircraft, uh, there was a sonic, uh, like a sound, a big sound, and uh, nobody knew what it was. And, you know, uh, we're still trying to find out anybody who took these this pictures of these uh, World War II aircraft. But, uh, you know, uh, there's a theory that uh, this family says is that uh, uh, 
it may have something to do with a uh, uh, sudden paradox of uh, paradigm change, and uh, maybe what does that mean? Well, uh, because like a time this, portal or something. Yes, because this family swears that one of the markings of that white uh, vintage old World War II aircraft had uh, almost like a Nazi symbol. And uh, they were certainly... Oh, oh, this is all news to me. Yeah, this, is, uh, this happened just about, uh, uh, well, about 10 days ago. Uh, and uh, they witnessed and they were just didn't know what to think of it. Uh, you know, and uh, there was no air show anywhere near there. But it went on from around 10 o'clock a.m. to about, well, 10.20. Uh, but before that, they heard a large sound. And then suddenly, these uh, aircraft were circling over Dulce, especially over their house. Uh, and so things like this is hard to comprehend. But, uh, you know, this may or may not be uh, related to strange uh, happenings over there where suddenly something materializes from nowhere. You know, this is the reason why that whole area, some people say, is associated with some kind of a time warp or, uh, you know, sudden materialization or dematerialization of some kind of a phenomena. You know what, this is kind of getting a little bit confusing to me because at one point we have unusual, possibly paranormal events. We have this dimensional portal possibility, a dimensional portal. And then we have the reports about military bases. So is the military building or have a base there because this phenomena is going on around it? Or is it a totally separate story and that's something we'll focus on in the next segment? Listeners, if you have a question or a comment, you always write us news at theparacast.com, news at theparacast.com. We have Norio Hayakawa with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. Ready for cold and flu season? Now's the time to get ready and save. During the pre-winter sale at Herbal 
FluHealer.com. Stock up on powerful, natural flu fighters like olive leaf extract, elderberry power, and grapefruit seed liquid. Don't forget your vitamin D3 this winter. Right now, HerbalHealer.com has 120 soft gels, 1,000 IUs on sale for only $9. And remember, HerbalHealer.com offers eFoods Global Products, delicious, premium, storable foods that contain no MSG, no trans fats, no GMO, and have a 25-year shelf life. Click the eFoods link on HerbalHealer.com and try eFoods storable meals for free. Bookmark HerbalHealer.com, then experience live chat, correspondence courses, and sign up for our free newsletter. As always, new customers get a free 128-page catalog with your order. Log on and hit the pre-winter specials at HerbalHealer.com. Healing the world with nature, one person at a time, since 1988. Smokers, are you still smoking traditional cigarettes? Are you still smelling up your clothes and car interior, staining your teeth, and getting ashes everywhere? Why? When you can be smoking or vaping with e-cigarettes by LaSig. With LaSig e-cigarettes revolutionary microelectronic technology, rechargeable battery, and unique replacement cartridges, you'll get all the satisfaction of smoking, but no smoking hazards. Choose from a wide variety of our new American-made Vapriate e-liquid flavors at LeSig.com, spelled L-E-C-I-G.com, or call 870-518-4307. That's 870-518-4307. LeSig e-cigarettes for today's modern smoker. Warning, e-cigs may contain nicotine, an addictive substance known to the state of California to cause birth defects or cancer. Please be aware of the risks associated with e-cigs prior to use. You must be 18 years or older to purchase. Keeping food on hand for emergencies protects you the same way as does insurance on your home or car. With Freeze-Dry Guy freeze-dried foods in your food reserve, you can be ready for just about any unexpected crisis. Right now, for the month of October 2011, Freeze-Dry Guy is letting their customers get first dibs on the meat bucket special. That's roasted chicken, Southwest-style chicken, teriyaki-style chicken, stroganoff-style beef, cheesy ground beef, and savory roasted ground beef. Just add hot water and enjoy. Portable, easy, convenient. Real meat, real good. Supplies won't last with this special offer. Order today to beef up your freeze-dried meat supply. You'll even get $20 back in survival bucks or loyalty dollars when you beat the rush and order our freeze-dried meat buckets. Go to freezedryguy.com. That's freezedryguy.com. Or call 866-404-3663. That's 866-404-FOOD. I asked a question of Norio Hayakawa in our last segment about the juxtaposition, separation, or confusion involving a supposed government base and paranormal events and other stuff with Gene and Chris and the Paracast. Norio, what's your answer? Well, my answer is that uh, I am open to the possibility that the government is interested in this whole area. Uh, just as we are interested, and uh, maybe the government may have been interested for many, many years uh, in this area because of the preponderance of these uh, uh, these uh, accounts 
uh, of high strangeness in this area. So, you know, that uh, the United States government, I think, has always been interested in the paranormal phenomena. And this is the reason why they have uh, refused to disclose anything about this whole UFO phenomenon and uh, other phenomena because it's out of the ordinary and there's no explanation uh, through the uh, empirical methods of uh, scientific, uh, you know, explanation. And this is the reason why they have not disclosed anything. And uh, But at the same time, they still continue, in my opinion, to have interest in this kind of thing because it's uh, also... Uh, could be used uh, in uh, some kind of a, you know, psychological operations program in the future. Everything seems to me that uh, many of these things are everything. The whole thing is is uh, a combination of the government's actual involvement in research in paranormal and also involvement in uh, uh, possible, uh, you know, uh, biological uh, research in that area, and then also effects of, uh, you know, uh, the radiation in that area, and effects of sickness, effects of, uh, you know, even psychological uh, beliefs of the people, and uh, and so it could be a combination of everything. Uh, so I don't think it's. Uh, it's not simple. Just... It's not simple by any any stretch. Now, you mentioned uh, you know the uh, radiation and and sickness. Now, you and I both know Dr. Howard Eliason, who spent uh, several years in the area very quietly doing a study of above ground radiation levels, and uh, and trying to figure out why that particular population there uh, tends to have some of the highest rates of what appear to be environmentally caused cancers uh, from possibly radiation. Um, so it, it, it is a, is, it's a, it's a pot of, uh, it's a cauldron of bubbling uh, <laughs> mysteries that uh, I think are all connected on some level. But do you have a sense that possibly there's some geophysical properties there? that may be extra special that the government knows about and is either utilizing or trying to keep people from finding out about it? Uh, do, do you have a sense that possibly there's some naturally occurring um, elements there that may uh, be conducive uh, to help create or manifest these types of phenomena? Well, as I said, you know, I keep uh, accounts. I keep getting accounts of, the, you know, various uh, things there, uh, not only this kind of thing, but also the uh, incidents involving the hearing of uh, low humming uh, vibrations uh, coming from underground as near the uh, north of the uh, Navajo River, you know, just like uh, uh, the hum of Taos. That phenomenon also has existed in, in Dulce. <laughs> and so... Uh, again, uh, what, what what do we think of all of this? It's just that there's no answer uh, right now, and uh, you know, it's this is all actually speculation as far as I'm concerned. But it's an interesting speculation, and this is why I am interested in Dulce area because unlike places like Roswell and other places, you know, that those are things of the past. But when we talk about the Dulce. It's the things that 
are going on now, yeah. still going on. <laughs> Days ago, I mean, we're, we're, this report of a, of a large formation of vintage aircraft is <laughs> quite eye-opening to me. Yes, this is a very, uh, very fascinating thing, and uh, it was not dreamt, dreamed up. Uh, in fact, there was reports of this, uh, but uh, no newspaper has taken up uh, this type of thing because, uh, you know, uh, and I checked, I researched on that particular day uh, there were, whether there were any uh, air uh, air shows anywhere nearby in Colorado or any place like that, but none whatsoever. And uh, these were some kind of, uh, yeah, these, according to the report made by this family, uh, they it circled uh the, the Dulce area for, uh, you know, for a good uh, 15 to 20 minutes, and then they went away towards, uh, I think, north-west uh, area. Uh, and uh, But they not only circled around, but they seem to have made some maneuvering, some kind of a maneuvering, uh, like, a formation. But, uh, you know, but, uh, you know what uh, explanation could be there, you know, because, uh, and then I think, unfortunately, when things like this happen, it's very difficult to obtain uh, photographs because, you know, when uh, you see things like this, a lot of things are just, uh, they're so uh, astonished that uh, they don't have time to, they never think of taking pictures. <laughs> and that, this is something common in uh, many of these uh reports that, uh, you know, th yeah, like, let, let's take, uh, for example, the incident in Farmington in 1950, where hundreds of uh, metallic spheres uh, appeared over Farmington, but yet we don't see any uh, photos. And, of course, the reason is that in 1950, there was no cell phones and people weren't carrying cameras uh, every day. You know, just <laughs> you know, parenthetically, Norio, in the latest software from Apple for the iPhone, iOS 5, they make it easier for you to activate the camera and faster. So if you see the UFO or just some kind of family event, you can do it faster than you did before. Yes, Don't know if that I helps. think uh, this is a good, uh, you know, development. Uh, so uh, if more people will be uh, sensitive and uh, could use these, that that'll be great. But, uh, you know, they, they are just beginning to have this kind of things. But, uh, you know, I have seen photographs taken by a cell phone in Dulce, uh, I think this year in March. In fact, I had that photo on uh, Facebook. Uh, I still do have it on Facebook. Uh, it was taken by uh, Dory Vigil, a guy by the name of Dory Vigil, V-I-G-I-L, who took this uh, picture of what looked like a, 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 an oval-shaped object during the daytime right above the football field of Dulce. And you can see what appears to be small lights uh, encircling this uh, oval-shaped object. Now, some people have made comments that it may have been a, a football <laughs> actual football on a football field, but no, it's definitely not. And this was taken this year. So, you know, uh, you know, the, this thing goes on and on. And uh, so uh, thank God that uh, now we have extended the network of people in Dulce 
who are beginning to be more open about all these things. Uh, just a few years ago, a lot of people in Dose were uh, very reserved and they didn't want to talk about these kind of things. But slowly, it seems to me that people over there in Dose are slowly but surely opening up and are interested in sharing some of these things with the outside people, uh, which is, I think, it's a good sign. Yeah. That's a very good sign. I have a question here from one of our longtime posters uh, named Blowfish, and it's, I think it's a very creative question. Um, I'm not sure how you're going to respond to it, but uh, Norio, do you think it's plausible UFO, USO, unidentified submerged objects, might use waterways connected to underground cavern systems in the Dulce area? And do you think that there's any sort of um, underground aquifers that might be linked to, let's say, sea outlets? Also, do you have any witness testimonies of orbs, skinwalker sightings, or other types of encounters at dams, in lakes, deep creeks, waterholes, and uh, and that sort of thing? Uh, have you looked into the underground aquifer uh, scenario there in the Dulce area? Before Norio answers that question, let me remind you that when we post a thread or topic in the Paracast community forums, we give you a chance to interact with the guests, ask your questions. We're talking to Norio Hayakawa with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner, and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, and Investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs. They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So, we have a question, a couple of questions on the table from our friend Blowfish, who lives on the other side of the world, by the way, loyal okay. listener to the Paracast. That's a good, that's a good question. Uh, you know, that whole area of the... San Juan, Rio Arriba County uh, has lots of aquifers because, uh, you know, lots of uh, the water coming from the Navajo Lake, northwest of there, uh, are being transferred to cities like Albuquerque and so on. And uh, they have built lots of uh, underground uh, waterways uh, passing through places like Chama and and then going down south towards Albuquerque and so on. So there's lots of, uh, you know, 
aquifers underground. So, well, anything is possible. Now, let's look at uh, an interesting place called Dulce Lake, right outside of uh, Dulce. There have been uh, reports of, uh, you know, people uh, encountering some strange uh, things near there, uh, like uh, an object, uh, Actually, uh, in fact, as recently as uh, last year, I think, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Chris, that Howard Eliasson actually has a photograph of uh, Dulce Lake. It looks like it's been whirled. There's a whirl on the lake that suddenly appeared. And uh, so <laughs> it's not surprising to, to speculate that uh, there could be some uh, underwater you know, passageways there uh, in that whole area. But uh, to say that, uh, you know, this whole system extends throughout the the, uh, the southwest, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But uh, there have been reports in the past that there are underground connections from China Lake uh, Naval Weapons Center in California desert that is connected uh, in the underground passage from, to uh, the Southern California's coast and so on. You know, you, you hear of these reports. So everything, <laughs> anything is possible, but uh, we just don't seem to find a definitive uh, documentary proof. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, yes, the uh, whole Dulce area is interesting in the fact that, yes, the 1967 underground atomic testing there may have changed the underground, uh, you know, geological, uh, uh, the, uh, the characteristics of that area. Uh, you know, it, it may not have been necessarily conducted to, uh, to ease the flow of natural gas. They may have been other motives. So, uh, in fact, uh, Howard Eliasson believed that they exploded that thing to... Uh, to uh, <laughs> as a precaution against uh, increase in uh, entities underground in that area, you know. So uh, this is all fascinating to me. Chris, you want to pick up on the questions? Um, Noe, I have a couple of other questions here that I think are very interesting that you're going to get a kick out of. (laughs) Uh, From Pixelsmith, now this is a little bit off topic, but... uh, do you think that microchip implant, implantation technology in which tiny microchips could be implanted in our circulatory systems, vital organs, and tissues are being implemented via swine and avian flu vacci- vaccinations? And do you think that this current global economic crisis is a precursor to an alien takeover or a new world order? Well, as, uh, this is an interesting speculation. I mean, a lot of strange things have been happening, uh, you know, this year uh, that that is out of the ordinary. And although people say that, you know, earthquakes are very common, uh, you know, there have been earthquakes in uh, unexpected areas uh, uh, this year, uh, you know, including places like Virginia and, you know, other places. Yes, earthquakes have happened hundreds of years ago in these areas, but uh, so a lot of people say it's nothing strange. But uh, I think the what is interesting is the uh, this year that there has been very unusual, uh, you know, uh, uh, catastrophes around the, the world. And, uh, you know, uh, let's take example locally. In New Mexico, yes, there have been earthquakes before, but uh, 
Uh, recent earthquakes near the Colorado and New Mexico state line, uh, like uh, Trinidad, uh, Raton area, and north of Santa Fe, uh, you know, even though it's uh, like a 4.0 earthquake, it's, it's uh, very unusual. Yes, there had been earthquakes, uh, you know, 100 years ago in this area, but uh, there has been a swarm of earthquakes uh, in uh, southern Colorado and northern New Mexico in the past uh, two months. And so... Uh, yeah, and there was another swarm in 2001 and 2002 as well in a very geologically stable area. But the question is, do you think that uh, microchip technology and nanotechnology is being implemented uh, in vaccinations, let's say swine flu or avian flu vaccinations? I think it's, I think it's anybody's guess. But you know, I have told uh, people that the U.S. had a technology before, already in the, the mid '90s, the, of uh, possible uh, injection uh, of uh, microchips uh, without even you, one person realizing. Yeah, maybe it's in the. It could be in the like a circulatory system. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, you know, I think that uh, we can underestimate the technology that is present today. And uh, so uh, some people say that uh, the, there will be a globalized uh, government or entity in the next few years uh, and are getting ready to do a lot of things. Uh, so this scenario, I would say, is not impossible. Anything is possible with the advance in technology. Uh, as you uh, mentioned, well, uh, I, no, I don't know if you mentioned this or not, but uh, the Ministry of Defense in Japan uh, just uh, a few months ago uh, created this uh, unmanned circular sphere that can go very fast and quiet. Uh, you can uh, check that out on YouTube. Uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a, like a drone, but it's the size of a basketball that makes absolutely no noise but can fly at will through a remote control. And, uh, you know, this is just the tip of the iceberg of what the state of art in technology. So, yes, I think it's possible that somehow tiny microchips, which have become even smaller than before, could be injected to a person unwittingly uh, into a part of the body. Uh, so, you know, this is all possible. And, and that's why I cannot discount any uh, speculation that uh, uh, maybe we're getting ready for some kind of, a, you know, global entity uh, to, uh, to solve, uh, you know, global crisis or even create a series of crises as we go into uh, uh, next year. Well, that leads to my next question. This is from Digital Trickster, who is a a fairly new uh, participant here in the uh, forum community at the Paracast. And uh, he says, if the government or the U.S. Or, or governments of the world do stage an ET invasion or a rival event to manipulate us, what kind of scenario do you think they would try to create? Now, you mentioned uh, holographic, possible holographic uh, projections that Gabe Valdez uh, suspected and, and possibly even witnessed. Do you think that... Uh, 
that the government is is planning to stage uh, like a fake Project Bluebeam ET invasion? And in what sort of scenario do you think they try to create? Well, this is uh, if they do this, it has to be a large scale. So. I don't know if they can completely do a, a completely global scale scenario, uh, which some people, uh, you know, uh, think that they could do. But I think that if they do it, it will be on a, such a huge scale that logistically, I think they, they will have some problems. So uh, if such a scenario were to occur, it would probably occur in different areas of the world, uh, you know, uh, around the same time, but uh, not in one uh, whole uh, uh, incident, maybe a series. I'll tell you what, we uh, have so much more to talk about. You're with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Are you ready to order the official Paracast t-shirt? You asked, we answered. We're now taking orders for the official Paracast t-shirt. It comes in white, 100% cotton. The front of it features the same logo that we have on our community forums. On the back it says, separating signal from noise. To order the official Paracast t-shirt, here's all you have to do. Visit our new online store at store.theparacast.com. One more time, that's store.theparacast.com. You can use a major credit card to place your order for the official Paracast t-shirt. Hey, neighbors, we have one more thing to talk about, and that's more merchandise at the official Paracast store. We have hats, we have jackets, we even have a flip video camcorder customized with the Paracast logo at the official Paracast store. It's all now available at the official Paracast store, store store.theparacast.com. Good day, Peter Kranschnabel from Midas Resources. Today is October 28th, 2011. Gold open this morning at 1737.40. A one-ounce gold coin can be purchased for 1780.31. 890.15 for a half ounce and 445.08 for a quarter ounce. 1780.31, 890.15, and 445.08. Gold isn't for you? Hi, I'm Ted Anderson, and I get it. You wouldn't buy gold if you believed the government is doing a great job. The Fed will stop handing out trillions like bailout candy, but that's not what's happening. If all looks rosy, then now is not the time to buy gold. For the realists, there have never been more sobering reasons to diversify. Since 2001, the U.S. dollar index has tanked, while gold has risen 1,600%. Savvy investors are adding gold to their portfolios. Find out what they know. Call us, and I'll send you 10 reasons why gold will do very very well. Free. Call 800-686-2237. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. What's been the problem with phone companies? High prices and contracts that lock you in for two years minimum. Not freedomtelephones.com. Freedom telephones are designed around the concept and reality of patriotism, loyalty, and privacy. With FreedomTelephones.com, there are no contracts, no credit checks, and no Social Security numbers required. That's why our name is FreedomTelephones.com. Finally, residential, mobile, and business telephones and plans that are private and never lock you into a long-term contract. Want a low price? Residential and business plans start at only $14.99, and mobile plans start at just $39.99. Plus, every month you pay your bill, FreedomTelephones.com contributes to your favorite GCN programs. Don't wait. Support the cause and get the highest quality and the lowest prices by calling one 800 600 5553. That's 800-600-5553. FreedomTelephones.com. Portable. Private. Perfect. 
If you constantly feel run down and tired, your pH level might be low and your body could be full of toxins. If what you drink is not at a pH level of 8 or higher, you are inviting bacteria and acid to thrive in your body. But there is something you can do. Simply add 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops to your water to help your body rid itself of acidic waste, increase oxygen, and raise your pH balance to optimum levels. AlkaVision Plasma pH drops combine a unique formula of the most alkaline minerals in the world. Alkalizing the water you drink, ridding your body of acidic waste and toxins, and helping you regain energy and vibrant health. And studies show viruses, bacteria, and toxins cannot survive in an alkaline, high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And if you'd like to catch up on past episodes, we have hundreds of shows for you to download direct from theparacast.com. That's theparacast.com. Or check us out at iTunes. Okay, Norio Hayakawa is joining us. Unfortunately, he also has to leave us. It's one of those things where I guess he has a prior engagement. Norio, tell our listeners where they can find more of the things you write about. Well, actually, anybody can look me up on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. And then also I have a, a, my blog site called uh, Norio Hayakawa. 2012.blogspot.com and it was a, a privilege to be here even though I have to leave now but anyway thank you so much Chris and yeah and, and uh, Norio uh, sorry you have to leave but we definitely want to get you back on the air we were just really getting warmed up there's a lot of questions that our listeners have and of course uh, Gene and I have and it's uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the show and we're looking forward to your, your return visit thank you very much so, Norio Hayakawa has left the building. It's kind of unfortunate because we had more questions from listeners. We were just getting yep. warmed up, and there you go, and there he's gone. Yeah, you know, of course, uh, any guests that I invite, I make sure that they can do the full two hours. Uh, but we'll, I guess we'll just have to have them back on and have some more fun. I mean, I, I learned some things uh, today. I mean, this fascinating episode. I think we're going to get pretty interesting response on the forums from our listeners. And the one thing, of course, that I was interested in here, I hope we didn't upset him when I started basically questioning John Lear as a reliable source. That bothers me. You know, he's got a lot of stories about different things. I know you've known him for a while. But as soon as he invokes the name of John Lear, I have to sit back and say, what are we talking about here? Now, John Lear, of course, is, you know, one of the sons of the guy who created the Lear Jets and everything and, you know, has some real credentials, but also says lots and lots of wacky, crazy things. Well, I think a lot of the especially, you know, being in the Vegas area like he is, um, I think a lot of the sort of myth making that has surrounded the Area 51 story, Bob Lazar. And that whole scenario that unfolded in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, it, it does point directly back to Lear. I think he was the first one to really befriend Lazar and convince him to come out and speak with George Knapp and other things. I, I might be wrong in some of my details there, but I know he was involved in that whole scenario. 
from the very beginning. Like any good disinformation, however, with proper filtering, you're able to glean the truth that is wrapped around the actual lies or disinformation. So it's a baby in the bathwater type scenario. The Lear hypothesis, which he trotted out in Crestone, of all places, in the San Luis Valley where I lived uh, two years before I moved there, at a small informal conference, uh, the Lear hypothesis has gone on to to influence the pop culture thinking around a lot of these events very dramatically. And if you look at Dulce, if you look at uh, Area 51, and if you look at uh, other conspiracy-tinged stories from that era, uh, a lot of it does point back to John Lear. So I know Norio has known him for years and and, and can appreciate some of uh, Lear's insights, but anyone who would uh, be involved with William Cooper, Bill Cooper, and uh, and egg him on, you have to question the motives. I certainly would like someone like John Lear on this show to answer the hard questions and provide evidence. Well, that's, I, I might be able to make that happen. Okay, well, you have your assignment. That's an, that's Should you one, decide yeah. to accept it? <laughs> is we get John Lear on the Paracast, but we do it far enough in advance so listeners have a chance to really oh, yeah. ask the tough questions and no holds barred. Yeah. yeah, well, let's put him on the Paracast hot seat. Well, okay, you know John Lear. What is your take? Oh, I don't know John Lear. I've kind of made it my business not to ever meet him. <laughs> okay, so you don't know. Okay, so no, is there a but reason I know why people you know him. Okay, so why don't you explain that? Why have you made it? one of your goals in life, not to meet him. Well, he and a number of people uh, who have over the years been suspected of being disinformation agents on, to some extent or level or another. You know, I've had a hard enough problem in my personal investigative process dealing with people that are on the level to throw that particular bunch into the mix, uh, it just you know it would it would be difficult for me to uh, to wade through some of that information. Uh, I think in in a radio show format, I, I would be more than willing. In fact, I would look forward to it. But personally, contacting some of these people, Richard Doty, Dan Smith. I mean, I could list out a whole bunch of names of people that have been associated with disinformation over the years by rumor or whatever. I can't obviously demonstrate any of that, but. Yeah. You ever think, Chris, that some of these people are pretenders? They want to be spies. They are would-be spies. Maybe they saw too many James Bond movies as kids. Maybe they read all the what, 11, 12 novels that Ian Fleming wrote of James Bond. Of course, they've been, what, there'll be 23 movies after the next one is made, if it's made. Oh. Okay. So maybe they are wannabes. They hope to be spies. They watch The Man from Uncle as kids. And now they grow up and say, well, I was in the military. I must be a spy. Well, yeah, I think that that, uh, that holds true for, for quite a number of people out there who most of us have never heard of and probably never will. But when you start throwing the names of uh, Rick Doty, Bill Moore, uh, John Lear, Robert Collins, I, I mean, there's a whole list of people out there that, that you know, they're, not only do they have credentials, but uh, but they have track records. I mean, John Lear, I think, is, still holds the record for for being certified on more airplanes than any other living human. I think at one point uh, he worked uh, as a pilot for Air America, of course, which was a cutout organization for the CIA. So you, you're not talking about just some, you know, kids that are aspiring to be spies. I mean, these guys have a track record. So you know, I tend to stay away from the spooky types as much as possible. But but for Eugene and for the Paracast, I'll I'll have uh, I'll have at it. 
I don't think it hurts to have a spooky type every so often. Yeah. I think we need a perspective. Well, I was bummed that Rich, Richard Doty said he'd do the show, and then uh, at the last minute he backed out on us. Well, he's done that before. You know, he kind of strings yeah. you along, and then he sort of, you know, says, I'm not going to do it. I know that, for example, we had Robert Collins on the show, and he didn't right. like what we said about him and asked for rebuttal time. We gave him a 60-second rebuttal. Listen to this. This is going back to 2006, 2007. We gave him the 60-second rebuttal that made no sense. <laughs> and yeah. I've had some interactions with him in email that made less sense. So I don't yeah. know about Robert Collins. But, you know, just because somebody's in the military and we have to, of course, honor their service, but it doesn't mean they're not wacky. <laughs> well, the whole Serpo thing that uh, Doty and Collins and uh, and some others that I won't mention uh, have been touting uh, since, I think, what, 2004 or something, whenever that story broke. Uh, of course, you know, the Project Camelot folks were the, the primary disseminators of that whole uh, – <laughs> interesting uh, scenario let's just briefly uh, summarize this because we raised the subject we might as well mention right. it because the people from project camelot came on here to talk about serpo that's back in 2006 right. we're finding our way going through the morass of the ufo field <laughs> trying to find out and this is you know as down and dirty as it gets and it's a story about the military making a deal kind of like an exchange program with et and right. then you read this material where the soldiers from Earth go to this other planet. And let me tell you what I think about that in a moment. With Gene and Chris, you're in. <laughs> the Paracast. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. That's the sound of your door being kicked in by an intruder with a single kick. That's the sound of the same door now protected by the Door Sentinel at MySafeDoor.com. Go to MySafeDoor.com right now and watch the amazing video. At MySafeDoor.com, you'll learn how to turn your home into a fortress with the Door Sentinel. 16 kicks later, and the Door Sentinel is still holding strong. MySafeDoor.com. That's MySafeDoor.com. We want to know. How do you use WebEx? Last week, I started a meeting on my office computer, but had to go cross town for another meeting. So Mike drove, and I was able to finish my WebEx meeting using the WebEx app on my smartphone. This is how you do business. Connect online and share what's on your computer screen with others. Anytime, anywhere. On their desktop, on their laptop, or mobile device. Go to WebEx.com right now and try WebEx free. WebEx from Cisco. 
WEBEX.com. You can bet your life on eFoods Direct. Alex has told you about the amazing, great-tasting, long-term storable food from eFoods Direct and how a food savings account is your best insurance against natural disasters, job loss, and high food costs. But did you know that this dehydrated food also protects you against foodborne contaminants like E. coli and salmonella? Those poisonous critters can't live in low-moisture food from eFoods Direct. Ask for the Alex Fall Special. The Fall Special is a 24-day supply of food in a convenient Portable container, a $259 value for only $199. Save $60 on 160 servings of the best food on the planet. Call 800-409-5633 and ask for the Alex Fall Special and go to eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. Call 24 hours, 800-409-5633 or eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. You can bet your life on eFoodsDirect. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. I designed our top-selling holster, the Super Tuck Deluxe, to solve the problems of being poked, pinched, and gouged while carrying concealed. The Super Tuck Deluxe is the most comfortable, most concealable holster on the market today. We offer a two-week free trial and a lifetime warranty. Visit us at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Don't forget, CrossbreedHolsters.com. We want to know. How do you use WebEx? Last week, I started a meeting on my office computer, but had to go cross town for another meeting. So Mike drove, and I was able to finish my WebEx meeting using the WebEx app on my smartphone. This is how you do business. Connect online and share what's on your computer screen with others. Anytime, anywhere. On their desktop, on their laptop, or mobile device. Go to WebEx.com right now and try WebEx free. WebEx from Cisco. W-E-B-E-X.com. Hello, this is Rosemary Ellen Guiley, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. We have raised the terrible specter of Project Serpo on the Paracast oh. with Gina oh, Chris. Oh, me in my mouth. You started, Chris, and now I'm going oh, to man. finish. All right, I'll make it simple. Make it fast. All right. All right. So well, just 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 mention the, the the closing scene in Close Encounters, the Spielberg movie, where the the jumpsuit clad uh, team of sunglass uh, wearing poop he, onto the ship and get sent off into the to the cosmos. I mean, so that's where Richard Dreyfuss really went before yeah. he played in the movie W. Dick Cheney, he went to CET. Okay, so you take the scene and you project it. Okay, they're on the other planet. But, you know, it's like a 12-year-old writes his first science fiction novel about visiting aliens, and all he cares about is how they do their bathroom movements. I'm serious. That's what so much focused on, their bathroom habits of the aliens and how they felt the bathroom habits of Earthlings were so silly. Don't get me started, but that's how it read to me. It was the 12-year-old boy's viewpoint of writing science fiction. Except well, for the 12-year-old that we spawned here, my son Grayson, who started writing science fiction with me at 12, but he was way beyond that and never got that silly. Ooh, ouch. Ooh, boy, that was a smackdown there, Gene. My son wrote real science fiction with me, okay? And still okay. is working on stuff with me now. But 
No, but, Imagine but you're saying a, a twelve-year-old could do a better job than the Serpo scenario. That, that that's a smackdown. You're darn right, but it's true. I read that <laughs> stuff. That was the worst dribble I ever read. <laughs> well, you know, with all respect to Captain Collins and his his service, uh, I I admire that. I admire that uh, that he chose to serve his country. But to come up and pro- promote and promulgate uh, just what seems like so outlandish of a scenario, and and stick stick to it, and really defend it, and uh, take you know take on all comers who are trying to point out how uh, you know ridiculous the whole scenario appears. It just falls apart when you really look at it. For someone like that to support that scenario. So so stridently, uh, to me, there's something wrong there. And and people like that, you know, I, do, I don't want to sound dismissive, but uh, I, I have no time for 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 fantasy and and stuff. I'm uh, myself and other people who do have an, have experience out in the field. We, we don't have time for that. We we have too much uh, reality to deal with. As opposed to fantasy. So there you go, Project Serpo. That's why we disbelieve it and we wonder about people like Robert Collins and Richard Doty. Now, there was a book that came out from Collins that supposedly Doty co-authored. Except when I asked Doty, he said, oh, no, no, I just wrote some material for it. I didn't want him to list me as co-author. Duh. I'm gobsmacked. Yeah. Or I'd like to smack him, depending on your point of view. Well, let's get him on the air. We'll do an, an audio smacking. I don't think he's going to do it. I mean, if Whitley Strieber will say to us, he's afraid, he didn't say that, but that's the implication, doesn't want to be trashed on the Paracast, doesn't want to come on the show, I hardly think that Richard Doty is going to come. Because I think that Strieber would get a far friendlier reception. (laughs) Right. Well, I have a list of questions probably uh, several pages long. I wouldn't have time for listener questions. I'd be too busy firing off questions of my own. I mean, that guy, he just he just seems to pop up in some of the most uh, unfortunate uh, instances of, of disinformation. And, you know, maybe he does aspire to be a James Bond type. Maybe he was acting out uh, beyond his the purviews of his uh, assignments, and maybe he was a, a cowboy loose cannon. Uh, in some of these events, but the fact that he was involved in them at all is uh, is is really unfortunate, uh, especially when you look at someone like Paul Benowitz, who literally was driven to the uh, insane asylum and and died a broken man. The, you know, you, you've got to draw the line somewhere. I understand our country needs counterintelligence experts uh, and uh, disinformation agents and 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 whatnot, but. Uh, I mean, there's a line that you don't cross. And, and, and as far as I'm concerned, that line has been crossed on a number of occasions. I don't know. Some of the strange things that have gone on in the UFO field, supposedly by people who are somehow protecting the nation. Right. You know, and then, and then the, the, the real wet-behind-the-ears naive types that come along, like a previous guest we had, Anthony Sanchez, who now – you know, made the big announcement a couple of days after being on the Paracast that he was out of the field, that he wasn't releasing his book, that he had these tremendously uh, catastrophic personal issues he was dealing with. And then two weeks later, he, he comes back like nothing happened and releases his book. And, and now, according to, to Norio, he's made inroads up there uh, with the tribal council, and he's uh, attracted some some support uh, from Apache there, and he's back at it again. Uh, sure, like Colonel B from Tim Beckley had this character called Colonel B. 
in his right. book. So we had Colonel X that Anthony Sanchez mentioned, and we gave him a little bit of a smacking on the show. Maybe that's why he decided to get out. But then he decided not to release the book as a printed version. Maybe that's changed since then. I haven't followed this. So I think it has. I think he's, he's getting a, a, you know, a, a, a real book deal. Okay, so in the meantime, he came out with an ebook version. And I wrote him and said, send it to me. And I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it gets to, you know, back to the, the basic focus of today's show, which was the Dulce-based rumors. And it's people like Tal Levesque and Myrna Hansen and, uh, in a lesser way, Krista Tilton and others uh, over the years that have been promoting this this story of an alien underground base. And you have to wonder what the motivation is, number one. Obviously, you need to demonstrate the reality of this before we can, you know, sign off on whether it's true or not. But, you know, when in doubt, assume the mundane. And I think that there's something much more mundane going on there than aliens sequestered in a cavern being discovered in the 40s by spelunkers for the government. It just, I don't know, you know... (laughs) It sounds like an Edgar Rice Burroughs or a Jules Verne you know, type scenario that's been reworked uh, you know, to keep everybody looking at the right hand while the left hand is really involved in some nefarious stuff in that area up there. Uh, these are all, I think, just cover stories. And, and they get someone like an Anthony Sanchez who, in all good faith, really thinks he's on to something. And they just use and, and manipulate him to, to help keep the myth alive and growing. And uh, it's it's up to investigators like myself, like Norio, um, and others, Gabe Valdez, uh, rest his soul, uh, to really try to dig into this underground base story and really expose it as a disinformation program, which is what I feel it is. I'm also worried also the gentleman dies and Norio is ready to start painting weird events surrounding the person's death as opposed to the fact that people in their late 60s do die of natural causes. Right. I don't want to think about that, but it does happen. Well, we need to uh, wait for the release of any sort of autopsy report because obviously with a death, unexpected death like that, I'm sure an autopsy was performed. I, I would be surprised if one wasn't, especially since he was a longtime New Mexico State Patrolman. Uh, and, and was really held in high regard by a lot of people. Quite hundreds and hundreds of people showed up at his funeral. Uh, I'm, I'm also concerned about the amazing database and amount of research that he did over the years that he was meticulous in, in, you know, in recording, and plus physical evidence. I mean, the spheres that Norio talked about, um, there's interesting objects that were found that, that kind of suggest military activity on the Gomez Ranch, uh, where the mutilations occurred that he investigated, they found a gas mask, they found radar chafe, they found a number of objects, which he still has uh, in his files. And uh, another story that was told to me by a researcher who was uh, friendly with Paul Benowitz in the early 80s said that he had uh, managed to get some almost classified level film stock that he supplied Benowitz with. And Benowitz, uh, along with a, I think an Air Force captain, Ernest Edwards, took a flight on a military chopper from Kirtland to Dulce. And on the way, were buzzed by a very close, I mean, the, the sphere was within five feet of the craft, and it buzzed the aircraft, and they were able to get photographs of it on eight and a half by eight and a half uh, large format film stock. I'll tell you what, we have a lot more in our final segment with Gene and Chris. You're in 
the Paracast. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. You expect professional service from your doctor, your accountant, and even the girl who takes your morning coffee order. Why not from your domain registrar, too? Namecheap.com provides stellar service with no sneaky upselling. We offer more features and security options for your website than there are ways to order a latte. And new domains come with WhoisGuard to protect your personal info. At Namecheap.com, you can get your domain for as low as $2.99. Now is a great time to get to know Namecheap.com. For 58 years, fate has provided true reports of the strange and unknown. Fate brings you the latest in all aspects of the paranormal, like angels and miracles, psychic phenomena, ghosts, UFOs, and much, much more. To receive your complimentary Fate magazine, call now at 1-800-728-2730 or visit their website at www.fatemag.com. That's 1-800-728-2730. What are you waiting for? Your fate awaits. You can't argue with success. And many people have found great success in fighting back colds and flu viruses with Ali C, the world's best garlic extract. So now, it's time to get even more success with the other great quality natural products from Affinity Health Products. Like C Energy Liquid Vitamins, Lose and Snooze, and the One Day Diet. Or Human Growth Hormone Support, Menopause Specialist for Women, and Joint Specialist. See these and many other quality Affinity Health products for men and women online at AffinityHealthProducts.com. That's A-F-F-I-N-I-T-Y HealthProducts.com. Or call in your orders at 877-888-7126. That's 1-877-888-7126. Trust your health to the makers of Ali C, the world's best garlic extract. Affinity Health Products, the finest and most innovative natural health products available. Big Berkey water filters are in high demand. Storable foods are also in high demand. BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com has always kept our focus on the Berkey water filter products. But increasingly, our customers have been asking for storable foods. After months of research, BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com now offers great-tasting, long-lasting, storable foods. These ready-to-eat meals are packed in airtight nitrogen pouches. All you do is just add water. And because they're sealed so well, they come with a 25-year shelf life. Combine our Berkey water filters, which are powerful enough to purify treated, untreated, or even stagnant pond water with our storable foods, and you have a winning combination. Remember, we offer free shipping on every order over $50, and GCN listeners receive 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Visit BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com or call 877-99-BERKEY. That's BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com or call 877-99-BERKEY today. What happened, man? You used to be energetic, happy, and wow, did the ladies love you. Now, you fall asleep on the couch, irritable, and out of shape. Don't be that guy. Call now for a risk-free trial of Ageless Male, a natural supplement shown to raise testosterone by 50% and maintain healthy, normal levels. No injections, no appointments. With healthy testosterone levels, you can feel that energy again, that great outlook again, and yes, even a healthy sex drive. 
Right now, you can try Ageless Male risk-free. There's nothing to lose, guys. If you're a man who's noticed changes in your body, your mood, your sex life, call now for a risk-free trial of Ageless Male. Be the guy you used to be. Just call 1-888-246-0623. Don't wait another day. Just call 1-888-246-0623. Again, 1-888-246-0623. Hi, this is Clifford Cliff, the International Director for the Mutual UFO Network. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So Gene and Chris, talking shop on the Paracast, we had Norio Hayakawa for, what, a little bit more than half the show, but he had to go to a previous engagement. I don't think it was because... I made some comments that maybe no. John Lear is not the most credible person on the planet. We'll find no. out. We'll get him on the show. We'll see. Yeah, we'll get him back. Norio's a good guy. He's he's very open. Uh, he's very shrewd. Uh, he's I think his uh, his insight has become very fine tuned and well honed over the years. Uh, the further along he gets in his Dulce investigative work, uh, the more skeptical he becomes. And that's a sign of a good investigator and a good researcher. So I don't think uh, we'll have any problem getting Norio back on the show. There's lots of areas that he has looked into in his investigative career that I'm sure we'll be able to have more than enough material to do a, a complete show this time. And also we have a few questions from our listeners that were not answered. Exactly. So we'll hold them in abeyance for Norio Hayakawa Part 2. Yep. And what's this deal about Jesse Ventura trying to get in there and film and they wouldn't give him permission? Yeah, that's news to me. I was working with the production company. Of course, I I did a shoot the prior weekend up in Utah at the Skinwalker Ranch uh, site and was helping them uh, with the Dulce segment, which (laughs) – their initial idea going in, I won't even talk about because it was just so uh, outlandish and it would have really harmed Jesse's reputation within the research community. I'm, I'm glad I was able to put them on to some legitimate uh, researchers, investigators, and uh, Hickory law enforcement uh, officials. But evidently, it's difficult to get permission to film up there now. They're very gun-shy or camera-shy, and you need to do this in a proper way. Evidently, their field producer did not go through the proper protocols to get permission. I'm sure someone with the stature of Governor Ventura would have been able to get permission if it had been done correctly. But you don't do it last minute and say, hey, we're going to be up there in a couple of days. We want to film. It it doesn't work that way on on reservations. Maybe Uh, it's also ego. You think, okay, this is Jesse Ventura's crew. We can just go there. And they'll say, sure, why not? Well, no, it doesn't work that way, especially on a sovereign sovereign nation. I mean, you're going to a different country, uh, and you have to— It's like going, for example, in New York, you go to the Russian mission, to the U.N., and you go in there, and you are in Russia when you step (laughs) across that threshold. And we did that, by the way, as kids. We were really crazy kids. This is when, of course, we had the Soviet Union, not just Russia. And in New York, late teens, friend of mine, and I go— to visit some of the missions to the UN. We went to the Russian mission and walked in there and talked to them a few minutes. But you know, you had to think, gee, we're in another country legally. Could they just take us prisoners? 
What were you trick or treating? What What was your motivation? I don't know. I was just curious <laughs> at the material and everything. I had a lot of English language material about the country. But my friend was, I don't know, just trolling for something. I never figured out what. Never figured out what happened to him. Maybe he's in Russia now. <laughs> Gene, I learned something new about you every week, it seems. I learned something about me that's new every week, too. Oh. You know, I didn't make this up. You know, I had some pretty well, I, crazy I believe friends. you. I wanted to go up into the... Uh, you know, near the Dulce area with a film crew uh, into the Penitente, little Penitente communities up there. They're super superstitious. They're probably the most fundamentalist of all Christians. Uh, they flog themselves. Uh, on Good Friday, they walk barefoot over cactus. A very strident uh, belief system up there and very superstitious. And I wanted to go up with a film crew on Halloween dressed as the devil and trick-or-treat. Okay. I decided uh, discretion was the better part of valor and never was able to pull that one off. But uh, I thought it was a good idea at the time. Well, you did anyway. <laughs> I don't want to say anything about this. You know, I think there's a lot about you we don't know. And maybe we don't want to know. Well, maybe it's not by accident I wrote a book on tricksters. Oh, I said the word. Oh, I promised I would never say that word again on the air. That's the oh, T word. God. We can't have the oh, T word. Oh, man, the T word. I said it. Gene, I'll never live it down. They're going to dog me from now until doomsday. I've been accused of, of trotting out the T word every segment. Oh, that's all you ever talk about. When was the last time I mentioned the T word, Gene, on the air? Other than 30 seconds ago? Yeah. <laughs> a while. A while. Quite a while. Sure. And you're not doing the dreaded trickster voice. <laughs> I am gobsmacked. Well, I used the T word. I might as well trot out the trickster voice too, to give people even more ammunition. I think people are thinking now that this show is being done about three in the morning when we've all lost our senses. That's when we come up with weird theories about UFOs that maybe right. UFOs are not alien spacecraft, but they come from other dimensions. This is something that Alan Greenfield and I did back in the 1960s. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I, this was New Year's Eve, and we didn't think about getting blasted or anything like that we had oh, to talk no. about ufos yeah no i've had many a late night session with fellow researchers that uh we solved all the secrets of the universe and the following morning we couldn't quite remember what that was well i don't want to mention what kind of substance you might have consumed <laughs> uh just good old healthy uh, high mountain air or something that would make you high in the mountain air uh, no, I've, I'm too old for that sort of thing. I'm, you know, I've, my wild and woolly days are far behind me, Gene. You just have woolly left. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. So let me ask you, you've been around New Mexico quite a few times. Do you think Dulce is real? There's a real place, a military base or something underground there? Yeah, I do. And I think it's a military uh, storage facility for the no most noxious nuclear waste that uh, that we have that we legally can't really do anything with except ship it off to another country and hope that they don't that they're okay with the amount of money they're being paid to degradate their environment that's what I think is going on there I don't think I've really said it so uh, blatantly before publicly but uh, I in my investigative work uh, back in the 90s I did encounter a hard rock miner from the 50s and 60s who claimed he was involved with the underground demolition crews that built a some sort of connecting tunnel between Los Alamos and that area up there uh, along the border. And uh, what kind of distance are we talking about here? 
Well, you're it's well over a hundred miles, but uh, they he also claimed that they broke into an ancient uh, antediluvian, I guess for lack of a better term, tunnel system that was at least ten thousand years old that was hewn out of solid rock and uh, perfectly uh, squared off uh, tunnels that uh, appeared to be obviously uh, uh, manufactured and uh, would totally uh, freaked out the managers of the of the crews that were underground there and. The team that he was on that discovered this was immediately split up, and all the members were sent to different other, other excavation and demolition teams. Uh, he was an actual underground demolition expert. So, I mean, obviously, it's just one person's word, but but you start adding up the little bits and pieces that you uh, that you hear over the years, and it does help to paint a picture in your mind about possibilities of what we're dealing with, and I do strongly suspect that there is a military presence in that area and uh, it doesn't have anything to do with aliens and nightmare hall and vats of body parts and all the you know the island of Dr. Moreau's type stuff that's that's uh, surfaced in the pop culture over the past 30 years I, I, I don't give any of that credence but but there is something definitely going on in that area it is a very spooky area just the feel of the area. If you go up there, I've been there many times and and explored around that area. There's just something weird about the place there. And you know, I don't consider myself to be more psychic than the next person, but I'll tell you, you have to be really numb to go up there and spend some time and not feel like, you know, there's just something wrong about the place. It's like you're a feeling of being watched. There's there's a it gives you like a feeling like you just it makes you squirm when you're around there and i don't think that's by accident i think there's some geophysical properties there which we kind of touched on with norio today i'll tell you what we're squirming right now and we're going to stop squirming when we tell you that we're just about out of time chris where do we find more of your stuff well, of course, I'm a moderator at uh, forum.theparacast.com, our com- community forums. I try to post and, and respond to your to your posts. And also, I, I have a transitional website called Our Strange Planet, where you can find more about my work uh, in the field and, and uh, get copies of my books and, and DVDs and stuff that I have for sale. And, and uh, of course, you can find me every Sunday here on the Paracast with Eugene. Okay. I'll go for that. I'm Gene Steinberg. He's Chris O'Brien. You're in the Paracast. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in... The Paracast.